You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode number six. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hey there, I'm so glad you made it in and then tuning in. This is Jen. Uh, thank you for being here. I know we live crazy busy lives and you taking some time out of that busyness of your day means a lot to me. So thank you. And I also want to take just a moment to thank you for all the love, the support, the feedback. Uh, the podcast is several weeks old, uh, going into a month. And it's just, even though it's been a short journey, it's been an amazing journey uh, so far. So I have not, I wouldn't be able to do this without you. So thank you. And I really can't wait to see what's in store for the Her Money Matters podcast. I'm excited. I am fired up. So get ready. Now, today I want to talk about savings and a simple shift so you can avoid that frustration that comes when you see that your saving is becoming depleted. One of the comments I hear over and over and over again is the frustration of having saved up uh, money only to have to tap into it and having to start all over again. Ouch. I've been there has that happened to you? I am sure this probably sounds familiar. It's really an amazing feeling to see your savings accumulate because you're putting the money in, you are feeling good, but then something happens that you have to take the money out and your heart drops because you're seeing all that hard work just going down the drain. It's definitely uh, frustrating I know it also from experience, and I know how much it hurts. So I definitely feel you. But fortunately, out of the blue, when I was really thinking about it, I had a light bulb moment, and I really made a simple shift to our savings strategy, which completely took away this frustration. And when we saw that savings depleted, and I'll talk more about that. And so I definitely am going to share with you about this strategy, and more. But before we do this, I also wanted to share with you a recent review. As you know, I love to give a shout out here and there. So today I wanted to give a shout out to Ashley. She gave a five-star review, so thank you for that. And she writes that she's very glad. She says, very glad I came across you in your podcast. Loved you getting to know the real you from your first podcast. I definitely feel the guilt and feeling overwhelmed when it comes to the money talk. I would like to see, I would love to see more podcasts about creating a budget. I have created a budget in the past but only have been able to stick to it for a couple of months. And then because it wasn't a very quick and simple system, I got busy with life and stopped focusing on it. Help. Ashley, thank you for your comments uh, and your feedback. And yes, I feel you because you are not alone in this. Uh, I have definitely felt this way before. And I know our listeners uh, have in that in that spot too. 
Now, I have to tell you, there has been various requests similar to you about creating more podcast episodes, specifically on budgeting. Budgeting is really the topic that is buzzing. So I will definitely do more thinking on how I uh, I can do this effectively on a podcast a medium. I t- have done online classes uh, specifically on budgeting, so that's more not just audio, but it's also also visual. But I can definitely see how we can um, do a series or just something similar where it'd be really just be bite-sized pieces. So just keep tuning in. I'll do more thinking about it and I will let you know when it happens. So thanks again, Ashley, for the review. Let's get down to business now, shall we? How do you make that shift when you're seeing that your savings has been depleted and your heart is thumping so hard that it feels like it's coming out of your chest? We've been there, right? First thing that you need to do is to change how you think your savings should be. Maybe you have one savings account or maybe you have more than one. But so if you have more than one savings account, are you maximizing it? Or maybe you're used to having that one savings account where you stash all the money in. So you you may fall in one of those two categories. Here's my problem with just having one savings account to put all your savings in on one pot. So... With this, with this one savings account, you're putting all your money in there for all, whether your emergencies, your trips, whatever the case that you're saving for, and you put it all in, in this one pot. Then the time comes where you have to take some money out. Well, what do you do? So let's say you have $1,000 in there just for just simple demonstrating purposes, and you take $200 out because you had an emergency. So, of course, you have $800 left, right? So, out of that $800 left, what purpose does that $800 serve? Are you clear as to maybe $500 of that or maybe all of it is for emergencies or maybe $100 of that you've been saving for your trip, okay? Are you getting where I'm going uh, with this? It's, it's hard to visualize, what money is going to what. So unless you want to, on a spreadsheet or on a piece of paper, each time you make take money out to really uh, account for what money's there and what it's for, then that's okay. But the real, real the reality of the matter is that we don't have time for that, right? So you solve this problem by having more than one savings. But... If you have, once you have more than one savings, or if you're currently having more than one savings, you have to be building the savings with a purpose. You don't want to be just putting money in there just for the sake of saving. So if you're one that has a multiple savings account, don't just be putting there for the sake of putting money in there. Make sure that you're building the savings with a purpose and a clear purpose. So now that you change how you think of savings, and if you have multiple savings, you want to save with a clear purpose, well, let's talk about the types of savings 
to have. So, of course, we have long-term savings, which is your retirement, and I am going to mention college funds for your kids. I don't know where you stand, but I recommend it. And the reason I recommend it, I'll try not to rattle on too much uh, because I'm not going to try to uh, make you believe what I believe. I just recommend it, uh, is that you can't rely on scholarships alone. Uh, We know that college is expensive and it doesn't it's not like it decreases the cost. The cost of college doesn't decrease year after year. And so it's easier to save, start saving early, even if it's just a little. Just there's two words that you want to keep in mind, compound interest. So I won't talk about that in this episode, but it's definitely easier if you even start saving $25 or $50 a month for that. Uh, and because you don't want time for the kids to go to college and then they have to make uh, the pressure on them to apply for scholarships uh, or put them in a position where they have to apply for student loans because what does that mean? That's debt. Uh, and you can also just do different things. And I didn't mean to be going on about this, but let me share with you this uh, real quick. You can also make this money teachable moments where let's say you have a high schooler and they have a job so they can put a portion of that towards their college savings Uh, or early on when your children are getting that birthday money from the grandparents, they can put a portion of that for their education, things of that sort. So there's different ways to go about it where it's not all on you. But I definitely encourage to start early, however you do it. And of course, another long-term savings are investments. Uh, And I won't get into that because that's not my area of expertise. (laughs) Of course, you also have uh, short-term savings, which is more of your emergency accounts. You have midterm savings. But I don't talk too much about that. I really uh, want to talk about also life, what I call lifestyle savings, which could be short-term or it could be midterm savings, depending on what it is. And lifestyle savings are really what you're saving on what's important to you. So for example, for me and my family, trips are important. We like to vacation. We like to travel. So we have a separate account for to save for trips and for vacationing. And we also, the other part for us that's important is the next car, thinking about the next car, because uh, We've had to take car loans in the past, and I just, we don't like the idea of the car, the loan. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Being more than the car is worth just because a car depreciates uh, so quickly once it, you drive it off the lot. So saving for the next car is also important to us. And that's more of a lifestyle. It could be a midterm saving, depending on the type of car you want to save for, all that stuff. But that's besides the point. So after you have, uh, now that we've talked about the savings, let's talk about defining how much to save and automating those savings. So you're probably asking, okay, Jen, let me know how much I need to save. Okay, what percentage should go to savings? 
Well, I'm going to give you some guidelines. That's what they are because it really depends on your particular situation, financial situation, that is, of what's going on, what their debts and uh, your uh, income, the coming money coming in and money going out. But you want to shoot for about about 10% of your long term for your long term savings. Uh, and if you can do more, that is fabulous. So that's your retirement. But one thing to keep in mind, when we talk about retirement, is that you have to consider also how much you have saved up already, uh, how much longer you have until retirement, what kind of lifestyle you want to live, and so forth. So depending on your specific situation, maybe you have to save more than that 10%. So it's always good to speak to a financial professional about this. Uh, That's not the type of financial professional I am because I don't deal with investments and those type of long-term investments. Uh, So definitely seek out someone to help you with that. For your emergency or your lifestyle savings, shoot for another 10%. Again, this percentage is just a guideline. You really want to look at your needs, your wants, your particular situation, because maybe if you're in a situation where you have a debt that has a high interest rate, it would make sense to concentrate on the debt and maybe save less uh, than you wanted to, but still save. Again, it all depends on your specific situation. I'm just giving you some guidelines. But And if you can't do the 10%, something is better than nothing. Again, something is better than nothing. And the important thing here also, besides saving something, is to automate it. That is really, really key. Because you, what you can always do is you can always revisit when maybe more income is coming in, you had a promotion, maybe you freed up some money because you paid off a credit card, whatever it may be, you can revisit and see if you can save more. Now, if you're thinking, all right, that sounds good, but I'm a little frustrated. I don't even know where to start. If you're in that position where you're just overwhelmed, I do have created uh, jumpstart your money mini guide that will help you sort through the money and get you a jumpstart. <laughs> Hence the jumpstart your money mini guide. And you can get that uh, just for being a VIP listener. It is my free gift to you just as my thank you to you. And you can get that uh, right if you scroll down uh, on the show notes and I'll share with you a little later how to access uh, the show notes. So you just scroll down all the way to the end of the show notes and you will see where you can opt in. You just put your name and email and the mini guide will be automatically sent to you. The next thing you would need to do after you define how much and after you put it into uh, automation is to set clear boundaries for each of your savings so you only reach to it as appropriate. So long-term savings, we'll talk real quick. It is long-term and there's a reason why they're long-term because for retirement, it takes a while to build. So whatever you do, try not to really hard uh, make to make that untouchable and to not tap into those funds because it's taken a while to build. That's why they're called long-term savings. For the college fund, the same thing. It takes a while to build, 
You don't get that time back. That compound interest is what's helping you and why you started early. So you don't want to tap into those funds. And I'll, and I'll put that in. I'll also note that it's college for your kids. So you just don't want to be taking it from them, right? For your emergency, I want to take some time to discuss this because this is a big one. You really want to define what an emergency is and what an emergency is not. Let me give you some examples of some mistakes that I see people do uh, on, on not defining what an emergency is and what an emergency is not. I see a lot of people consider car maintenance and emergency. Okay. So when you need to replace the brakes, because all of a sudden you need, you weren't expecting it or the tires, they needed to be replaced, uh, because they were worn down. That is normal wear and tear. So you definitely need to build this into your budget. And if you build this into your budget, you're going to be prepared. Uh, but yes, car maintenance is definitely not an emergency. It's something that you need to build within your budget. So just make sure that you and your spouse, if you're married, are clear as to what's an emergency and what is not. Write it down so you both are on the same page. And for extra credit, sign off on it. And I really can't tell you how much this emergency savings has saved us. So if you haven't started one, start one. It's, even if you put $25 a month, $50, whatever you do, start saving for your emergency for, for your emergency funds. It's definitely saved us from getting into more debt. It's uh, saved us stress. I can't stress enough how important it is to have this savings account. As far as lifestyle savings, the lifestyle savings is not a life and death situation. It's something for you to enjoy your life more, hence the name lifestyle. So as far as defining uh, clear boundaries, that is something that you need to take up with yourself. You know you, you know how important it is your particular lifestyle savings are for you. So that is something that you would have to have a conversation with you, with your spouse, uh, and to define those clear boundaries. So in, in, in ending, how does this shift help to do away with the frustration of the depleting savings if you see that? One, let's face it, your savings accounts serve a purpose, right? So if you're saving to use it for, for that specific purpose, once you change your mindset to this, you're not going to get as frustrated. I can't say it will do away with it completely, but you you will minimize it grace, greatly because you know there's a purpose for that savings account. And if you're using it for that purpose, it's okay, right? And if you are automating it, which I highly recommend automating it, then it will be building itself back up automatically again. So your depleting problem, consider it solved. Now, I want to scat, uh, cast a spotlight on you. Where do you stand? What kind of savings do you have currently? Do you have multiple savings already? Or maybe you just have uh, one. Or maybe you're just doing the retirement and then uh, an emergency savings. Whatever it is. What do you have now? And also do consider... 
what lifestyle savings are important for you. And if you can work it at this moment, I encourage you to start doing that. And have you defined how much you're going to save and automate in it? Have you set clear uh, boundaries for each savings? If you find yourself not doing those things, you have some homework to do. I'm doing it on the honor system, but I really, really do encourage you to do this because it's going to make your life easier and take some of that overwhelm and frustration away. So that is it for today. We're going to wrap it up. I want to thank you for taking time to tune into the show. Be sure to check out the show notes at jenhempill.com forward slash 006 for episode six. That is jenhempill.com forward slash 006. Uh, just to refer back to uh, all everything that you need from the show. And also that's where you will be able to find the how to get your jumpstart your money mini guide. All right. If there is a specific topic you want me to tackle or a question uh, you want answered, just send me an email that's also in the show notes or leave me a voicemail message. And again, you can do that by going to the show notes at jenhempill.com forward slash 006. Just know that if you send me an email or uh, leave a voicemail message, uh, for the email, I definitely want, would want to use your, your first name uh, uh, and so I can reference it on the show, especially if you have a question or some feedback. And I would also like to play your voicemail message, especially if you have a question and so forth, uh, because, you know, I love to give shout outs. So if you'd rather me not mention that email, your name uh, in that email message or play your voicemail message on the show, be sure to state that clearly. And I will definitely honor that. So thank you for that. Also, don't forget that if you are enjoying the podcast, please take just a few moments to subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes. This will make the show more uh, more visible in iTunes, which translates uh, for the show to uh, be able to help other women like you. So if you can help me on my mission, I would so appreciate it. So thanks for listening and I will talk to you next Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast all about making your money management simple and practical. For being a VIP listener, I have a special free gift for you. It arises from a question I get most often, which comes down to feeling lost and having no idea where to start. That's why I created this Jumpstart Your Money mini guide to help busy women like you finally start with a clean slate and take the action you need with your budget without the overwhelm. You can find it at the end of each episode at jenhempill.com forward slash podcast.